Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back to TLR, better known as the Ludicrous Report. Hope everyone had a long or fun long weekend. Uh, Memorial Day weekend, a lot of fun stuff going on. As always, co-host here, Joey Carney with the amazing Diva Incarnate, Isa. Isa, how, uh, how was your weekend? Oh my God, so exhausting, so full of wrestling. <laughs> so full of wrestling. I live stream all weekend long, so it was, it was a tiring one. You know what's funny? I go on, I, I go on YouTube every, throughout the day, like th- hourly throughout the day. Oh, I live on YouTube. And every time there was like three or four times when I went on this weekend, and you were streaming. Yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I was hanging out yeah. with your chat for a little while, talking wrestling. Always a great time over there. I love your chat. Yeah, so I didn't get any time to like, and I still don't because we still have another two Thursday. That's a lot of days in a row of wrestling. Like Thursday, yeah. whoever mentions wrestling after a certain time, I'm going to be like, don't talk to me, please. Thursday night, no wrestling talk for me. I remember there was a time, uh, uh, 2021 or some, something like that. There were three, there was an NWA pay-per-view, there was an NXT yeah. pay-per-view, and then there was either an AEW or something. There was like three or four pay-per-views in a weekend. And yep. I did on my own a pre-show and an after show for each show. I was live like six or seven times that day, and I will never do it again. Yeah, no. Never do it again. It was the- <laughs> do not recommend. I, I like it. I have fun. So and, and because I got to cover it for Wrestling Inc. afterwards, you know, I got to mm-hmm. do the recap. I got to watch the shows regardless. So why not yeah. go live and watch it with people, you know? Um, but yeah, that was that was my holiday weekend. Did you do- I saw you had a badass barbecue on your Instagram story. I was like, man, if I lived in Jersey, I would totally crash your family. Yes. Oh, please. I'll be like, please, I'm here come. with Joey, please. Yep. Come. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. There was yeah. so much food. It looks so good. I was, so, I literally was jealous. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I bought so last year uh, for my dad's birthday. I bought him this this giant griddle for outside. It's literally the size of a grill, but it's just a griddle top. So okay, what you would see like in a hibachi restaurant or like at like I don't know. Oh my it's, god! It's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. Thing. But uh, it was on sale at, like Walmart. I was like, gotta get it. We gotta get it. We because we, we grill a lot. We barbecue a lot. So. It makes sense. Um, but because we live up north, really haven't been able to use it throughout the winter. Right. So now that it's nice out, it just so happened to be Memorial Day weekend and my sister's birthday. So we did like a family barbecue. We did like sausage and peppers because we're uh, we're Italian. So right, right, right. <laughs> sausage and peppers. We, we put meat on there and did Philly cheesesteaks. I mean, this you saw it was. Yeah, no, I saw. I saw. I, I, I almost jumped on a plane. Like that's not looking good. I was like. Yeah, when I when I come visit, I'm gonna do the barbecues with Joey's family. <laughs> and it's funny seeing like now that they're because they've been using it like I think in the last week they've used it like four times, like mm-hmm. just grilling out there. And I look over to my dad and he I see him holding something down and all he hears and I was like, Are you burning something? He's like, No, I'm making smash burgers. I was like, What the hell is that? So it's basically okay, when Baron you, Corbin, <laughs> right? So <laughs> taking the idea of a, of a of a cheeseburger or a hamburger. And just pressing it down so the meat is really, really thin. I love it. They're great. I'm a big fan of it because of my stomach condition. I can't mm. eat like the big burgers. And I'm a, I'm a big burger girl, right? Like I always yeah. told you guys, I was like, I used to be fat. Okay, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of junk food. But burgers and pizzas are my two things. Granted that I eat them plain. 
It's just cheese and ketchup. That's it. Yeah. But the whole point is I cannot order a very thick burger. My stomach won't process that. So now they start mm-hmm. doing the smash burger. The thinner than they get, the better. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, did you see the TikTok that Baron Corbin made? Yeah. Like, showing how to make great, by the way, on TikTok. My God. Why don't they let him just be himself? Why yeah. don't they just let him be himself? Because I was like, somebody tweeted it out. And they were like, am I a Baron Corbin fan? I'm like, Baron Corbin is the coolest. I used to also watch him on the sweets when they were doing the no. Twitch channel with Tyler Breeze and Ty Dillinger. Yeah. He was the coolest of the three of them. And I'm like, Baron Corbin does not come off that way at all on, no. on, on TV, but he's such a cool guy. Whole point to it is that I saw him making those mash burger and that, that looked good. It looked very good. Yeah. I had this idea a long time ago. I was like, he should definitely play like an influencer role. Oh my on- God. Yes. <laughs> like he's always with his phone and he's, and he's always doing things and he's, Everything is like uh, everything's for, like almost like a Logan Paul type character, right? But with more of like the annoying influencer tactics, and I think he right. would, it would just be over. I don't know. It would work so well, but he will kill it. But yeah. shout out to Smash Burgers. They're a yeah. big hit, and I think they're a great idea. I don't like. It. I'm the same with my pizza. I'm just not take this out of context. I'm not a thick meat thick pizza kind of person okay i like the i like it thin yeah. so uh just the burger so <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. move on this is going yeah. downhill let's move on <laughs> we, uh this is a pg show <laughs> damn it <laughs> for the most part uh so many fun topics for today uh we were kind of playing around on twitter before before the show saying that it was like parent topics and we're gonna get parental advice and different things like that it was kind of the funny least, the I, least parental people are about to talk about parent topics it's great yeah we have we, we're, we're animal parents so i feel yeah, like we're we are this is acceptable i think it is acceptable i my yeah. dog woke me up at 3 a.m today licking my face i mean it doesn't get any more parent than that <laughs> so many topics like regarding uh obviously we have to include the kardashian family Duh. uh once again, adding Beyonce and Jay-Z news. Uh, Britney is back in the headlines. I mean... She always of, is. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't, she's there. She's, she's permanent in, in the headlines. Uh, but speaking of Britney, I feel like that's kind of a good one to start off with. Uh, Kevin Federline, her former husband, the father of Britney Spears' children, uh, wants to move or is planning to move to Hawaii and is taking their two kids... Um, and he has kind of reached out to have her sign off on it so they can go. But if she doesn't, then he's willing to take her to court uh, and get involved with lawyers and do all this stuff. So uh, I guess kind of we can kind of give our thoughts and what, like, what would you do in that position if, if you were Brittany? I don't know, because this one is a little bit complicated. I don't think Brittany has seen these this kids in a while. And I don't think that her relationship with her two kids is the greatest at the moment based on some of the things that we heard. Even the kids say they're old enough now. And and I know that one of them like made a secret Instagram account and started talking all kinds of crap a few months ago. Yeah. Um, There's also the factor that I feel like the life that these kids are living is thanks to Britney and the child support that she's paying. Like, let's just keep it real. I think that throughout her mental illness and and all that, he stepped up as a dad. But we all know that she's paying a big chunk of money in child support for these two kids. So could you move to a big mansion in Hawaii with your two kids without the Britney money? No. 
I don't know what the custody situation is, right? Like there's yeah. so many factors going into this. I don't know what I would do because I, if I'm if I'm in that situation, if I'm Brittany and I don't have a good relationship with them, maybe holding that move could even hurt my relationship with my kids yeah. anymore, especially when I'm someone that possibly has the freedom and the money to fly to Hawaii anytime I feel like it. She's not working. She's not doing anything, right? So yeah. I, I don't know. And I don't know what the custody legal custody thing is does he have full custody you know but i i know that without her permission if if she's involved especially she's always paid her child support there's nothing he can do unless it is taken to court i don't know if you know this because i really don't what does kevin federline do like i know what he used to do he impregnates (laughs) women clip it I, I just I know he used to be was he was like like a, a dancer. dancer a good dancer too that's how they met mm-hmm. and then he started making music he was like a rapper for a little while did he beat did he beat John Cena he beat John Cena you become a millionaire just on that and I think that's the greatest thing he ever did besides becoming a dad like he beat John Cena. <laughs> he beat John Cena <laughs> I don't know like what he did like after that like. What is uh, he was on that celebrity bootcamp show on VH1. I told you I like trashy reality TV. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a throwback. <laughs> Remember when they would take the celebrities and gain some weight and put them in a bootcamp to get them to lose weight? Um, I don't know what he does. I don't know what he does, yeah. but I do know that Britney. Like it's it's been public knowledge that Britney pays a, a very big chunk of money in child support. Yeah. So it almost feels like I feel like he's a full time dad. Honestly. Right. Well, Joseph says in the chat, he doesn't do a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love our chat. Yeah, I, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know what he does. He's one of those celebrities that, that like was really big for like, he had his 15 minutes of fame and then completely disappeared. Like he yeah. like, just fell off completely. And like, but do you notice that the fall, and I don't want to give, I don't like Kevin Federline, but the fallout yeah. also happened. When everything went wrong with Britney. So I don't know if we, I don't want to give him the credit or did he have to step up, but I also had to wonder, did he have to step up? Because if you would have told me before, remember the, the breakdown, the, the, the video that went viral of her being taken an ambulance to a freaking mental hospital was when she locked herself in a room with one of her babies. Yeah. So like, it makes you wonder, did he like take a step back because he kind of had to step up as a dad? Like yeah. Britney wasn't, there you know what i mean but um then she got into conservatorship she was more present britney was a present mom for years this whole falling apart with her kids is more recent so i don't know i don't know if maybe he just decided to stay out of the limelight to kind of like be a better dad i don't want to give him that much that much credit but it wouldn't surprise me with everything that was going on i'm looking at the article now and i actually didn't know this before uh this is what it says says kevin's lawyer adds that there's no issue with the two kids uh, Sean Preston and Jaden James. So one, Sean is 17, Jaden is 16. Damn, we're uh, old. Kevin we has so one, old. right? I remember when they were born. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Kevin has 100% legal custody. Okay. Uh, and 100% de facto physical custody. And it adds that Brittany has not seen the boys in more than a year. Yeah. Which I, is knew that. Sad. I knew I, that. I knew that. I didn't know that before. Yeah, they, um, they came out with those videos of her like, 
not yelling at them. I thought that was petty. I thought when the video went viral, her yelling at them, it was more of like, it was such a mom and a teenage boy kind of argument that I was like, yeah. really? Now people want to say that Britney's abusing her kids. That my sister no had. Yeah, my sister has three boys. I used to hear these arguments on a daily basis and everybody will yeah. get over it five minutes later. Like that is just how it works, you know? But yeah. I, I, I just know that, um, one of them went on Instagram and just started talking that things with her weren't good. And then they, that account got deleted. It looked like he made a Finsta, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And people found it. Um, but if he has 100% custody, yeah, I mean, there has to, I, I would assume that there has to be some kind of cause that say he has the custody because of what she's going through. Because again, she hasn't been irresponsible yeah. when it comes to like her duties, but I know that even with 100% custody, you do need both parents' permission yeah. uh, in order to make that happen. But based on their ages too, don't you think that you're just better off waiting two more years when they're both 18, over 18, mm. and just go then? Well, now that I'm looking at it, I kind of give Kevin Federline some credit here because, you know, it doesn't look like Brittany's in the in the best position with the kids and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not seeing them for over a year. He has full custody. Like, He's being considerate, like giving her the opportunity to sign off instead of just going straight to the lawyer and kind of kicking her out of the whole equation, just doing it strictly legal, legally and keeping it, you know, keeping it. Yeah. And I don't know the courtesy of going to her and saying, hey, you can sign off on it. If you don't, then I will go to the lawyers and do it, you know, legally. But yeah, and he probably could make make the decision first. And he probably could. Because I would assume that there's a there's a op somewhere in there that shows you know what she's going through and she still yeah. has to pay her child support. But it's just I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want to let them go because she still has hopes to recover that relationship. But I feel like an effort has to be made from all sides, and it doesn't yeah. feel like that's being made right now. The end of the article says uh, our sources say Brittany has no real objections to Kevin making the move, but it can't be done without either a formal waiver from her or a court order. So, I mean, maybe she doesn't really have any objective, you know, any objection there. To Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying, because she, you always, you do see her travel a lot. She's always in Mexico, Hawaii. She yeah. does go on crazy vacations now, which good for her. But that, that was my original point. It's like, she has the money to go visit them once a week. She wanted to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, if she wants to, but she hasn't seen them. So this whole news report is weird. And it just puts everybody in, in such a weird situation. It's hard to talk about it. Um, it's just, to me, it's just sad because I remember yeah. seeing, and, and maybe it was throughout the conservatorship, but she always posted pictures with the kids. Yeah. She would Growing take up, on these vacations. That. Yeah. And they would go on like bike rides together, like her Instagram. Before this whole free Britney movement, which I was happy that it happened, but at the same time, now I'm like, I don't know what we did, <laughs> you know, because I was one of the people that was all well spoken, like free Britney. Yeah. But before all that, she lived for those kids. Yeah. And it's just so weird to see how that turned. And I, I, I wish we, it, it feels like we're never going to get the full story on what's going on with Britney. Yeah. And it just makes me sad. Maybe, you know, maybe they're, Kevin's assigned to move them to Hawaii because, he wants the kids to kind of be out of the, the limelight and let them live, you know, more discreetly and have more of a normal life. We don't, don't, you we think, don't, we don't know. Don't, don't you think that he's doing at least a decent job with that? Because it, throughout the entire free Britney movement, even when Britney was yeah. up, like these kids were not exposed. Again, yeah. I didn't think we were going to 
go over this topic and give Kevin Federline so much freaking credit <laughs> at the end of having the conversation. But yeah. when Britney was the top talk about thing, you would think that these paparazzis will be out there trying to find pictures of what, what happened to the kids? What about the kids? And yeah. these kids are protected. So yeah. he's doing I mean, he beat John Cena, so I guess there are some good qualities to him. He's doing a good job when it comes to that. You're right. That might be what he wants to do. Maybe they're going through crazy extremes right now to keep their life private and they feel if they go somewhere else, it might be a lot easier for them. Yeah, maybe they're, they're you know, every day they have in their face how their mom is crazy and she's going through things and it's all over the, every headline. Like maybe they just need, you know, some some normalcy in their life. And you if know, you were maybe the dad, for her too. If maybe you were she the needs dad, that. If you were the dad of these kids, would you let them on Instagram, knowing seeing Britney's Instagram and what she posts in her comment sections and all that? See, here's the thing. It's very hard to, especially being 16 and 17 years old, like it's very hard, even like for a 10 year old, I would feel it's very hard to keep them off of social media. Right. Because social media today is a part of our society. But sadly to say, social media is also helping kids develop their social skills. So mm -hmm. if you were to deprive a young kid from social media, they're going to grow up feeling like outcasted from all the other kids. Don't you right. think? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I would assume that these kids also know that there's something wrong. Yeah. I mean, Brittany's been on medication. She's been hospitalized throughout, you know, their entire life. So I would assume that they know that, you know, there's some, there might be something wrong with her. But it's just like, I don't know. I'm not against I'm not against social media with with some parenting and, and yeah, kind of like monitoring. Right. Because I'm also not going to tell Brittany. I hate when people go, oh, she's in her 40s. She's a mom. She shouldn't be posting. It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what she's posting, you know. It's a matter of how are you filtering it from the kids. I'm never gonna like. I, I don't know. I it's it's such a it's such a weird topic to me. The biggest yeah. disappointment is how her relationship with her kids fell apart because I I've always been a huge Britney fan. I remember her always yeah. posting about the boys and I remember seeing how big they were getting and freaking out about how old we're all getting. And now she doesn't even mention them, and that to me like that has to sting a little. And we kind of touched on this topic when we talk about uh, Northwest and, and, and Kim Kardashian, like, should she be on social media? You know, remember we had those, those talks and maybe something that we didn't talk about then. I just thought of now, you know, there's, there's ways on social media to restrict certain words and phrases. So maybe they, they're on social media, but they have, you know, Britney and Britney Spears, like all those, anything that's related to her, maybe they have that restricted so they can't see it. Right. So, I mean, I would assume. But you can Google. <laughs> I mean, there's ways to restrict that too. I don't know. I don't know what extent you would go to. Like, is Kim Kardashian restricting Kanye West on Google so her kids can't search him? Like, I, I'm not. No, but I did see a report the other day where she made a statement about how Kanye's behavior, you know, lately would affect her kids more when they grow up than her tape ever would. And I'm like, you know what? She might have a valid point. <laughs> she might have, and you would have told me that like a couple of years ago, I would have been like, well, I don't know about that, but sex work is becoming so normalized and yeah. these statements that he's made are so controversial that it's just like, yeah, you. I would have never guessed that that would have been the direction that this was going. Let me ask you, you, you have Hulu, correct? Yeah. Okay. Sometime between now and the next show, mm -hmm. go on Hulu. Uh, last week, the season three dropped... The new Kardashian right. season dropped, uh, season three. 
but and there's only an episode every week. It's not like Netflix where they just put it all. Oh, that one I see. See to keep up with. Yeah. Um, watch. You don't. It's you don't have to watch in order. Just go watch episode one of season three. Okay. She has like a breakdown with Chris Jenner. Kim has a breakdown with Chris Jenner, and basically for like a half an hour goes on a rant about what you just talked about about how she's with Kanye's behavior and how she's trying to, you know, kind of shield them from that. And she will never like how it's so hard for her, like on their way to school, the kids want to listen to Kanye's music because they think he's the best artist. And she has to sit there with a smile on her face and pretend that everything's good. Like she's doing the, the most she can to be a good mother in that position and not talk badly about him. Go watch season three, episode one. I'll watch it. It's really powerful stuff, and to, and honestly, I give Kim a lot of credit for being able to do it, regardless if it's a publicity stunt or not, to go out there and and do that for your kids. It's kind of it's it's kind of like the same situation that we're talking about right now. The only difference exactly. is that Kim is so public; she has to put this thing public. Where Kevin Featherline kind of like stopped stop being in the limelight, so we don't know how he's handling yeah. this, but. This is like maybe different kinds of mental illnesses, but I do believe Kanye has been diagnosed and he's been outspoken about having issues. And we know Britney has issues. And he's like, how does the other person handle it? You know, how do you go without trash talking their other parent, but also knowing, man, eventually you're going to find out these things and I don't know how to go about it. It's crazy, right? It is crazy. But I am, we talked about this a lot. I'm obsessed with how Kim has become, we, who she has turned out to be and see her as yeah. a mom and I see her TikToks with North and I think it's the most adorable thing and it's like how are you gonna try to take that away from them like it's cute you know yeah. um but yeah it's 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 a lot it's a lot to handle yeah and, and speaking you know we're kind of kind of transitioning here into the Kardashian stuff and talking about the same topic uh Kourtney Kardashian is in the headlines <laughs> uh <laughs> exactly uh Kourtney Kardashian says she hasn't seen her kids in 10 days while on tour with Travis Barker and she cried for two days. That's, that's, the, that's the headline. It's a, that's what it says. I she know cried. that's the headline, but weren't we just talking a few shows ago about how they kind of switch roles when Courtney used to yeah. be the maternal one, the laid back, I'm going to stay home and be a mom and, and- Kim was the wild one and now you just don't see Kim doing anything without her kids or I just would never picture Kim leaving her kids for 10 days right now and you hear this and you go like I mean her kids are not grown I and I get it you have money to afford the best nannies but remember that one episode where we talked about like really rich people how their kids are raised by nannies basically do you want to become that because you married Travis Barker I feel like this has always been a thing I think that Throughout the history of the, of the Kardashian shows, Courtney uh, has always been the outcast because she was like the first one to have kids, and she was like she was more focused on being a mom, and everyone was focused on their social media and stuff. Right. And I feel like now looking at it, it may have been a front. I may I think that she kind of put on this persona as if like she's like this more mature, well-groomed woman and they were just like interested in other things and she's in her Zen, whatever. And, you know, if you watch the show, sometimes they show like there's spots where they have nannies and, and this, yeah. that, the other thing. And by the way, a lot of the time, Scott Disick, who is not mentioned at all anymore, steps up and really takes the kids. You can mm-hmm. see the relationship with him and the kids and her and the kids. And it's always like her by herself and the kid, one or two kids are there as a prop. 
And then you see Scott and he's playing with the kids and he's posting about them on social media and, you know, being a dad. First so, of all, we call him Lord Disick. Thank you. Lord Disick. He is. <laughs> I, always, I always have respect for that guy because if you look back way, way to be, the beginning, he was a complete, he was a young punk and now he's, you know, like granted. Yeah. He's, I saw a report when I was the Kardashian family. He's in the mob, so it's like yeah. we're good. When I was looking at reports to like bring up to 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 the plate today, I'll bring this too that I didn't send you, but they're parent related. There was one about Scott Disick saying that he feels like he's grown up and he's come to term mm-hmm. his relationship with the Kardashians because he knows that they love him and they accept him and he knows that he's doing a good job as a dad. And I'm like, well, go you. You shouldn't pat yourself in the yeah. back because you used to be such. You said it, such a little punk, and yeah. now you know, and now he's stepping up, but. With Courtney, it's just like, what are you doing, girl? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? Like, you have money. Go f- fly home and see them. You don't have to be on this tour. Yeah. Why are you in the tour? Why are you that insecure? What's going on here? What is the real thing? Because for you to leave your kids for 10 days, yeah. why do you have to follow him around? They were here. Blink-182 was here at, uh, in New York M- last week, MSG, and he brought yeah. her out on stage at MSG. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> he brought her out on stage. Oh, my God. To be 20 again. Or you don't have to be 20 to be apparently her. no yeah right but that's what, what i'm saying 46, it's like, it's, 47 it's, like yeah it's such a 20 something year old behavior what those two are doing right now it's ridiculous yeah. and, and granted, then i told you love bubble whatever the hell you want to call yeah, it yeah but oh, i told on. you how much it bothers me that it bothers me that people now see travis as courtney's husband when i'm like no he's a big deal with blink 182 but now he's also making his life all about courtney and it's just yeah. like why are you bringing her out? Think really people that like Blink-182 are into the Kardashians? Nobody. <laughs> and speaking of the co-parenting, the other report that I didn't bring, but I'll cover it real quick, was that Courtney said that she is not back with Tristan, that they're just very good at co-parenting. I Do you believe that. that? Do you believe that? You know, She's going to be in love with this man forever. I'm convinced about that. This may be a little harsh to say because Uh-oh. we got we got love. You and I both got love. Uh for Chloe. Yeah. Right. I feel like she values herself based on the approval of men Oof. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And this is not a topic that uh, I like to discuss. But Nobody likes to discuss that co- there, topic. And but, women will never that's admit a big that. Thing, a big mm-hmm. thing with a lot of people. I think she puts way too much value as like because her other siblings are married with children, I feel like right. she has a sense of no pun intended, but keeping up with the Kardashians. I hate that. I hate that. I, I as somebody that's being very open about not wanting to have kids yeah. and all that, you know, and everybody's like, you get that pressure. You do. Every family members yeah. are still asking, and I'm like, I really reach an age when I just don't think it's safe or or, or good. Like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't prove at this point, you know, that I'm not mm-hmm. gonna do it. But it's so easy to be able to fall under the pressure of maybe I do need to get married and have kids because that's what everybody yeah. expects me to do, you know? Listen, um, my younger sibling, my young my younger sibling uh just turned twenty seven yesterday and she's engaged. Oh you no. Know? I'm not, not I'm, the older, I'm the older sibling and I'm still single, you know. Hey, so I, Joe, I you're it. my hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know you know what I realized too? Side note, I always see it too. It's always the younger siblings who do it first. Is not funny? Did you ever realize? I'm that? the youngest. Really? Yeah, I'm the youngest. In my Maybe family. not for you. Maybe not for you. It's different. But I've seen <laughs> like with a lot of my friends, like it's always the younger sibling, and it's typically like the girl, 
the, the younger sister who is engaged before the older sibling. Yeah. Yeah. I always see it. Or they have a stronger, like they're in a stronger relationship. I just think, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would always assume that it depends, right? You would think the younger sibling would learn from the mistakes of the older. <laughs> but you're right. I do yeah. see a lot of the times a younger sibling gets married soon and all that. It depends on the family. I mean, I'm yeah. the youngest in my family. And I, I mean, I did. I was engaged for a few years, so I can't even sit here and tell you never but babies was <laughs> babies was a thing that i knew i never wanted you know what yeah. i mean like in marriage i just feel like it's paperwork <laughs> i i feel like it's such I mean, paperwork. Work? If, like, paper <laughs> paperwork like it's like a relationship is work regardless right yeah. but i'm like why do we need to have papers to it if you love someone you love someone and if he yeah. dies down then you each go each way like when do we start making it legal <laughs> yeah and the thing about that too is like regardless if you're married or not like People still cheat and they do stupid crap. So having it on paper doesn't change anything because when no, you... it just makes it more complicated. If you need yeah. to walk away, if you need to walk away, you're fucked. You gotta go through a divorce and all that. Nah, yep. nah, nah. And then you gotta split everything. <laughs> Miss me with that <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I love, by the way, all for the last ten minutes we have had Blink One Eighty Two references in the entire chat, and I am yeah. loving it. I know, loving I... it. My fa- what's your favorite Blink-182 song? Ooh. It's got to be Miss You. Miss You is so good. It's, I, I like First Date. I think First Date is so first freaking date, cute. You know, what, you know what First Date does for me? First Date brings, I feel like, because I, I, I grew up listening to Blink-182. Right. So like, I remember being like eight, like seven years old and blasting all the small things in the car with my mom. Oh, the small things. My mom was a young parent. My mom had me at 19. So like we Mm kind of grew up together Mm -hmm. and uh, we liked kind of the same music. So we would blast that in the car, but like, I don't know. There's some songs where it just brings me way, way back where I'm like, the rock show. I love rock show. The rock show. Fell in love with the girl. Yeah. Same thing with Avril Lavigne. I see Samantha saying Avril Lavigne, like even hearing her songs, like, Oh my god, yes. Oh my Especially god. from her first album, Complicated. Uh yeah. will forever hit. It brings me back like to like way too far back. Retro like, show. Oh, retro old. show. I'm we so need to old. make it happen. Retro show. We need yeah. to make it happen. We need to just talk about like maybe we should do it different eras, right? Like eras yeah. that both you and I were aware of pop culture and like let's talk about this era and then we'll yeah, do another some, retro show. Biggest news from those you know, from those times and all that. But yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I think the 2000s, right. The, the, yeah. Well, I'm 90s, 2000s. So yeah. I'm, older, I'm older than you, sadly. So. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Age is a number, Isa. Age oh, is a I number. know. Trust me. I know. But <laughs> some people were like judged by age and all that. You know that. how it goes. Yeah, but I hate that you brought that up about Chloe because I can actually see it a little yeah. bit. You know, I, I, I hope that's not why. the case. Yeah. Like I understand that it's because she has kids and she's trying to like she doesn't want to be in that because listen, the other siblings and even her parents have been in that position where it's like you're co-parenting, like you're married, you're remarried, you're divorced, you're remarried. Like she just doesn't, she wants to break that cycle. It seems like, but for her, it's very hard. And, you know, even to think like if you were in that position where you are known globally and like you like turn, you wear the wrong thing or say the wrong thing the world is coming at you they're at your doorstep so for for them 
it's very hard to have a real relationship because people want their money. People want clout. People yeah. want, you know, what they have. It's, it's, it, it's why they've all been in and out of relationships the amount of times, because it's very hard to find someone who's honestly, who's willing to, to be a part of that and deal with that lifestyle. Right. Right. The one thing that I did see in the news with Chloe that really upset me about the way people were handling, especially on Twitter was a report that she was very open about how she's having a harder time bonding with her second child. I saw that too. Yeah. So she had, she had that baby through a surrogate and she talking about how she's not bonding with that baby as much as she did with, I think it's true, right? Yeah. So, somebody it went viral somebody quoted and he's like maybe because you had that baby to keep that man around this and that i was like first of all stop it happened after because not only that but there are women that experience postpartum depression and have a hard time bonding with a baby that they gave birth to there are women that bond with surrogate babies as if they gave birth to them themselves and there are women it is known that have a harder time like this yep. is normal. And the reason why maybe sometimes we don't have these conversations is because when a person that has an influence and a platform yeah. says, hey, I'm experiencing this, you people will turn around and make that person the villain for having a, a conversation about a topic that it needs to be had. Yeah. So I, I was so upset because what, when I first ran into the story was the, the viral tweet of somebody saying, oh, it's because you yeah. had that baby for all the wrong reasons. And I'm like... Bro, no. Like, can we be sympathetic for once? Like, what is going on with the world right now? Yes, yeah. Samantha said it's all in the first season of, of uh, all in the first episode of season three. It I'm is. Gonna they, watch they, it. They talked about this. Court, uh, Chloe talks about it. She's, I think she's, she sits with like Kim and uh, Chris, and they try to come up with like what she can do. Did Kim she, offer advice? Because Kim had uh, half of her babies Kim, through surrogate. Yeah, Kim. Kim offered. She. They were kind of going back and forth, and then okay. Chloe. They go to like the thing where Chloe's just talking, mm-hmm. and she basically said how like. You know, the negative part of surrogacy is not ever spoken about. Like, yeah, the this what she's going through, like all this stuff. She, she feels like she didn't do any of the work where she just went to a waiting like, like a, a room and this lady had a baby and handed her the baby. And that was it. Like, she's just like she's like it felt very like uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. And it, it's a, it's it's really interesting to do. I think it's a conversation okay. that should be had, and it made me mad that people start because why makes you think that she's gonna come out and talk about it again now that she's seeing that it's being reacted to negatively or people are using her relationship struggles against yeah. her? Yeah, Samantha, if it does feel like a transaction, yeah. I heard other women talk about it in that kind of way. But if Chloe yeah. says it, oh no, you're the one who's wrong. Why did you have this baby? It's like, please yeah. stop. Like that, that's enough. Like there's only so much that we can do yeah. to villainize someone until they're really having real issues. And that's when social media, that's when I'm like, social media freaking sucks. <laughs> you know what it is? It's like individually, right? You or I, use me for an example. I see this thing about Chloe Kardashian and I'm like, oh, I'm going to tweet how much I hate her and how she's a dumb whatever thinking like, Oh, she's never going to see it. They're never going to know it's me, blah, 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 blah. Like how the average social media user in their mind, how, how that works. Right. Right. But then that's only, I'm only one person. You go across the globe. That's millions and billions of people who are doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. thinking, Oh, they're never going to see it. They're not going to. Now you have 7 billion people coming at you with this claim which is what happens in the media 
Yep. You know, they see these tweets, they see this. It's not just like people like we're thinking, oh, we're just one person. They're never gonna see it. But then when everyone does it, everyone has the same mindset and it it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, and a lot of people media. are very aware. There's a lot of people that I don't know that I choose I don't think I choose the healthiest approach either. I ignore a lot of my social media. Oh. I post and I get out. I post and I get out and look at my notifications. I don't look at my DMs. And I feel like that's the reason why I can handle it. And I please, I have like an ounce of what the follower that they get, right? Yeah. But I also feel like, yeah, there are people that are not aware because they don't see it because that's the only way they can stay around in social media where there are people that are just like they can't avoid it. Even if yeah. you try, you can't avoid it. And I would assume they are that way. But uh, that just made me mad because I feel like people should be able to be having these conversations. And yeah. I always say when we have issues that are not talked about, like don't we want these people to use their platforms and their influence for better causes or, or to, to invoke conversations that need to be had? And then when they try to do that, we're going to turn on them? Like it's so yeah. stupid. I think that's what they're trying to do now. I feel like they, like their whole like PR you know, uh, process, the Kardashians I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their process is kind of outdated and, they're, and they kind of think like, you know, like the influencer, whatever model is going away. Maybe we need to, we're in a position now where we can do, we need to get people back on our side because they've hated us for so long. So right. now they need to talk, they're talking about these topics. They're talking about uh, women empowerment. They're talking about postpartum depression. They're talking about uh, surrogacy. Body positivity. That's body a positivity. Big thing that started. Getting married, getting divorced starting a family young money like the idea of not wanting to have kids like so many different things that they're bringing to the table now that you would think would would bring positive influence to society right it's just because it's them people are like we don't want we don't it, it's all bs it's a publicity stunt and listen maybe it is maybe it is all you know they go through a very very minimal part of this and they're just dramatic uh making it more dramatic to make it you know for the show right but regardless who else is doing it correct correct who else is there with that sort of platform talking about real life Mm -hmm. shiz you know correct i don't know i don't know we're not parents we're not parents but (laughs) there's a reason why (laughs) 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 <laughs> honestly honestly maybe after the show you know you're gonna go make a baby no no <laughs> but it seems like we would be great parents <laughs> yeah we would that's my know. dog is going crazy in the background because right? i don't know how to control him but yeah we will make great parents <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh i guess you know staying on the topic of parents in hollywood here <laughs> it's coming along today guys uh <laughs> This is a this is a good one. This is a better topic, I think. Blue Ivy Carter. Oh my God, <laughs> the daughter of Beyonce and Jay Z. You know, she's coming for North Bag, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this first. When you saw the video, and everybody listening and watching right now, if you haven't seen the video, I'll retweet uh, it right now. Oh, I retweeted it, but I'll do it. I'll do Lisa it again. Will, uh, jo- I will retweet uh, jo- it. Jo- Joseph says, I thought Joey would bring pregnancy and wrestling for me. Yeah, we're, that's coming, Joseph. That's coming. Yeah. Towards the end of the show, we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, what do you think? What did you think after seeing – sorry, my phone's going off. Um, what did you think after seeing the video 
of Blue Ivy dancing with Beyonce. What did what was your first? I loved it. I loved it. Honestly, my first thought was, um, I think I know where you're going with this because there was some controversy about it. But my first thought was seeing Beyonce's face light up. And if you watch the video, I watched it way too many times. But as she's walking away, she looks back with the biggest smile on her face. And you can just tell she was the proudest freaking mom in the world at that, at that moment. And that is what I saw. Yeah. I was like, first of all, my first thought was, what are they feeding this girl? Because she's already taller than Beyonce. And she's like 11. But Jay-Z is a tall dude. So I, yeah. I guess I see where she gets that from. But Beyonce, I always assumed, was tall. So I don't know. Anyways, she's very tall. She's a very yeah. tall girl for 11. And then I was like, oh, my God. When, and then she brought it out right when she says, this is my bloodline. Like, it yeah. was so perfect. Like, yeah, it was. It was. I was obsessed. I loved the moment. Um and I, 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 I fell into the rabbit hole. There was videos of people showing her little siblings, watching her in the crowd. Yeah. Like, it was so cute. The, the crowd went crazy for her, too. Like, I was like, Blue Ivy is going to be another Beyonce. Watch. Yeah. I just, like, I feel like Beyonce is a little more private. We don't see a lot of Blue Ivy yeah. outside of Jay-Z being an Instagram dad. So you do know she likes the spotlight a little bit. Yeah. But she was killing it here. And it made me wonder, because we know that Northwest is going to take over the world. But I'm like, wait, we're going to have a Blue Ivy era too? Because she killed yeah. it. What about you? What was your first thought? I loved, you know, J- uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z are a big part of our pop culture of our generation. Yeah. Right? Um, so seeing all the things that happened throughout the years of uh, Beyonce kind of, you know, going through the cheating and all that stuff that she went through and regardless of what it was, I thought it was really cool to see her like maybe because like you said, she's private. We don't know the real Beyonce from what it looked like. It seemed like it was really cool for her to have someone by her side. That's like with her, you know, Mm -hmm. like who is actually with her opposed to just being, Anybody else? You know what I mean? I feel sense. like they have such a beautiful relationship. If yeah. You, that's what, if you that's look what on Twitter, like. there's a video <laughs> of that was at the Paris concert. She brought her out again later, but the first time that she brought out Blue Ivy was at the Paris concert. And there's a video of Beyonce leaving uh, the arena. And they had yeah. like those big bands waiting for her. And Blue Ivy was already sitting in the van. And when Beyonce went to get in, she gets up and gives her her hand to just help her into the car because she was wearing yeah. heels. And I'm like, you can just tell they're best friends. You yeah, can just what, tell they're best saw. friends. Right. And then gram- the grandma, Beyonce's mom, posted that uh, Blue Ivy learned those moves in like a matter of a week and a half where these yeah. dancers were like practicing for months. Yeah. I saw a lot of people like the thing that pissed me off is, again, social media. Right. A lot of people were just like so happy for the moment. But a lot of people were like, oh, she was kind of stiff. I was like, she was dancing like an 11 year old should dance. Yeah. And there's a difference between having a grown woman twerking where she I, I like the dance routine that they prepare because it felt yeah. like a TikTok dance. I didn't think she was stiff. I thought it was great. But. People were trying to criticize how she was dancing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why are we taking this moment away from, from them? Well, that's what I wanted to get into next. Cause you know, we, we have to, we have to talk about both sides here. If we're going to mm-hmm. talk about it. Another thing that I saw, and maybe it was just the way that I, I don't know. It kind of seemed and I don't know. It kind of seemed like forced. If that makes sense. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't really see the stiff part. Like, Listen, she may not be she may not be confident in in her ability. She's maybe eleven. <laughs> she's very maybe she's very nervous. So right, she comes out in the performance. 
but from the way that she was dancing, it kind of looked like she was just like, when is this over? When it, it, that's another, like an outside point. Okay, I thought she was doing the more of the attitude dance that you see the kids do on TikTok today. I realized that after. And maybe this is because I, I, I share with you, I was engaged and my ex-fiance had a daughter and I helped raise that girl and I went through the TikTok dance era and I remember when sometimes I was there, she's killing the dances, but in the face she looks so bored. She's like, it's yeah. part of the routine. And I'm like, okay, but you look bored. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like maybe it's a new generation thing where you're just like busting a move, but you look miserable at the same time. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I feel like it was like a TikTok attitude kind of style that she was given. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't think about it from that perspective. Um, if you go watch it back after, you'll, be, you, you'll see, I don't know, now that I said it, it might, you might be like, huh, like it looked yeah, like yeah, yeah. she was like forced into doing that dance. And here's the back, the back end I want to get to. Um, and I don't believe that, by the way. I just, it's just another, another. Yeah, so what people are saying, we have to cover all sides yeah. of the news. Yeah. Um, if you look at the generation of the biggest pop stars today, right? Who have children. So you have, uh, I mean, Kim is not a, a, an artist. Kanye. Like a singer, a well, singer, he's not but, pop, but yeah, Kanye. But they're pop culture icons, we could say. Right. You have Kim and Kanye. You have uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, the Kardashians. There's, a, there's this thing going on, and it's been happening for a little while now, where now it's a big thing. Where the 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 parent child era, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bringing their kids into what they do and like bringing them on stage or bringing them, you know, doing what Beyonce did with Blue, doing a dance routine. That was a thing that we didn't really ever see before, and now right. the kids are a big part of, like, they're they're front and center with the parents now. And you know who I have to give credit to. For that, at least from what I think, Pink. Pink has been doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. She brought her yeah. daughter out. She did a song with her daughter. She she did a routine with her on stage. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's a big thing that a lot of artists are doing today, where they're including their kids, maybe maybe grooming them for the like their their success. But regardless, I, mean, I think it's if- I think it's really cool to see. I would assume that if you're in that position and your kid is interested, there's not going to be a better trainer than Beyonce and JC or, you know, or Pink or like, you know, I I will hope that it's just something that the kid wants to go into it. Like Nord screams it like Nord. I'm like, yeah, she's going to be she's going to follow their footsteps, whether it's like a huge influencer. I don't know what it is, but she's going to follow those footsteps. You can just tell she's into it. She's a performer. This is the first time I ever see Blue Ivy in this kind of situation. So I couldn't tell you, like, I, I, all I ever remember seeing before this is her in some of the ads with her mom or some pictures with her mom. And then every time we see JC taking her picture at the freaking Super Bowl, that went viral because she made it take it again. And I was like, yeah, that's what we girls do. You know, like, you didn't take it right. Um, I'm the, oh man, I'm that kind of girl that I'm like, you know what? I'll just take a selfie. You don't know what you're doing. But I I just hope that she's interested in that kind of lifestyle. Um, yeah. But I also wonder, like, I'm like, I wonder if some of them try to talk them out of it, you know, and yeah. where do you go? Like, 
I don't know. You know, I don't know. We see it's completely random, but we also see it in wrestling too. And I always wonder, like, I know we had the Dominic and Rey Mysterio storyline, but it's like, it, it's been said that Dom has been training with Rey since he was like 12. Yeah. So it's like, you see it so much in wrestling where it's just like, do you try to talk them out of it or do you embrace it? Because it's what this choice that you make for your life. You know, why, yeah. why, why would you tell them they're not good enough to do it? Um, I just hope that she's, into it and they're not forcing her to yeah but i mean this family's got money set for it. these kids didn't want to do yeah. shit they don't have to <laughs> yeah. so that's 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 my other thing about that yeah well speaking of kids i want to uh give a huge shout out someone mentioned it in the chat before but uh it's, it's alexa, baby season in wrestling alexa bliss announcing her pregnancy and oh you know what God. you know what made me so so much more excited about that that makes her seem so badass what? She has been sitting at home waiting to come back to TV. Yeah, what she, they called the, the, the announcement. Like, they called it like it. the biggest, the biggest oops. Like yeah. I, this was not planned, but you yeah. can tell they're so happy about it. Um, yeah, congratulations like, to them. Utilizing their time properly, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I gotta say that the baby announcement of the weekend in wrestling has to go to Sammy Guevara and Ty Mello. The way that they incorporated his old gimmick with the cue cards. Oh my God. And, and like, they got a pop. They got, they yeah, got a, a lot of reaction from the crowd. And, and Sammy Guevara has not had that in a long time. She's showing. So she's, they've been sitting on this for a while, which is funny because I noticed she wasn't coming out with him. And I was like, okay. I, I was assuming that maybe it's because they were trying to make this the four pillar storyline. We're not going to avoid that. Yeah. But she was involved so heavily involved in everything he was doing prior to this. She's already showing. And I did watch the vlog that he posted. It's very short. It's like three minutes yeah. long on his channel. Adorable. But I love that baby announcement with the, with yeah. the cue cards and the crowd went crazy. And it was just like, yeah. there was so much controversy around them becoming a couple. Yeah. And it was nice for them to just get that positive reaction and just see. <laughs> just see the crowd be behind them um and they, they always get booed because they come out there and make yeah. out and i'm like yeah i would too you know but yeah. i i thought that was great um we also have carmilla she's like, showing she posted she? on instagram oh. of her belly and she's showing it's like it's so cool to see like and it's funny because oh, wait, carmilla and alexa bliss <laughs> carmilla and alexa bliss can't they're part of the same generation of nxt yeah. you know so seeing that generation who were like young in their twenties trying to break into WWE now established superstars who are former women's champions, tag team champions now taking that next, going to that next chapter of their life. It's we've been a part of that ride. It's been really, really cool to like, to see that, you know, if it yeah. happened also quick, but that's life, I guess. Yeah. I'm happy for Alexa. Um, I'm trying to find Carmela's post, but then I got, completely sidetracked <laughs> by Roman Reigns tweeting. Oh my God, you are right. right? She does I, have a little belly. Aww. I saw it this morning and it, it just made me so happy, especially after everything she's been through. Like, damn. Like, oh my God, her announcement holy. to her stepkids had me in tears. Oh, uh, I was, that was the cutest freaking thing I tweeted ever. to her. I tweeted to her when it happened. I was like, it's not even 10 a.m. yet and Carmella so a little bit crying like this. And yep. she wrote back to me. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nice I will, I I love I love that for Alexa. I love all these babies coming. Uh, there's it seems like we go through these seasons, right? Because remember, like, didn't we have another time where like a bunch of people were pregnant too? Like Brie was pregnant, Becky Lynch was pregnant. I think those babies are on the same. Yeah, yeah, Nikki, like those babies are on the same. No, but not with the the first one, Birdie. 
There's Birdie, and then there's another. I don't know. There's I think the second Buddy. Buddy is uh is Brie. Right, right. But I remember Becky and Becky and Brie being pregnant around the same time. I don't think that was when. Yeah, that's, a, that's the second one. Because okay, uh, I remember Becky... we were fantasy booking all these babies at uh. <laughs> WrestleMania at some <laughs> point because it feels like we go through these eras in wrestling where everybody gets yeah. pregnant and then it just dies down and then I'm ready for a, a Charlotte and Andrade baby because that baby. Oh, it's gonna... coming. Not only is it going to be beautiful, it's going to be the most athletic baby on earth. It's going to probably dethrone Roman Reigns at three months. Like, oh, that baby's going to be... 67? Literally, literally <laughs> genetically. Remember because Charlotte used to call herself genetically better or yeah. something? That baby's literally going to be... superior. Yeah, that baby's going to be genetically superior. So I'm excited for that. Um, so yeah, I mean, congratulations to all the new parents in wrestling. It's going to be fun to watch. You know what's really, really cool? and Especially from, from a guy's perspective. Seeing today how many female wrestlers are moms. And, like, and coming back and killing, kicking ass even more. Chris Stratus? Becky Lynch came back. You couldn't even tell this woman just had a baby. The Bellas, both of them managed to come back after they had babies. Yeah. Um, you know what I was like, shocked by? Yeah. When, Becky, um, when Becky did an interview during her pregnancy and she said, oh, I'm inspired by moms that are you know yeah. currently wrestling and she mentioned asuka i was like asuka i had no idea that asuka had kids like talk yeah. about being private she is so private about that did you also know that she's like in her mid-40s asuka? yeah she's i didn't so know pretty. that either she's so pretty tamina tamina's a mother yeah I mean, there is a, a a boatload of talent on throughout wrestling not just wwe that are moms and they keep that they keep that she's life like private. Joseph, thanks for bringing it up. Rhonda came out at the Rumble. Rhonda was still breastfeeding. That baby was months old, and she came back at the Rumble and freaking killed it. And what I loved about Rhonda coming back at the Rumble is she had, especially somebody like Rhonda Rousey, who's been so athletic and we're so used to seeing her look a certain way, she had a post-pregnancy body. Nothing wrong. Her post-pregnancy body is better than 90% of the bodies out there today. But the fact that she came out like that and was proud about it, and then she even tweeted about it, where she's like, after I won the Rumble, I had to breastfeed my kid backstage. Like, yeah. it was awesome to just see her embrace that and just to see her come back so fast without, because a lot of women had that pressure that I'm not going to come back until I look absolutely perfect. Rhonda yeah. didn't do that. And now she looks like she did. You wouldn't t- you wouldn't be able to tell she had a kid in between breaks if you look yeah. at her now. Um, Another it's, one, it's too, awesome. is Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly's oh, yeah. pregnant. And she's having twins. Oh, wow. Yeah, I saw yeah. that on social media. It's awesome. It's awesome yeah. for everybody. What a parenting uh, theme show we had today. You're right. Anyone I love, too. I know we're, we, we keep going way off. But, like, seeing the support from the fans as well. Yeah. For these people, you know, it, you would think there'd be more negativity around it. Like, oh, like, uh, we're going to, they're not going to be in the ring, whatever, whatever. There's, oh. like, a lot of support where, like, this is the way it should be. It's, this is the way that it should be. Yeah. Uh, and, and... If they're not going to be in the ring, they're not going to be in the ring. Yeah, we had them. I always say, be thankful for what happened. Wrestling, yeah. this is nothing to do with pregnancy. These people could be taken away from us at any moment with one weird injury. Yeah. It's not just pregnancy. Like, it happens. And and, and and for them to not see pregnancy as a career-ending thing for women anymore, it's a big deal. All of them could come back and wrestle if they want to. And if they don't want to, they made their statement. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. We have the the last topic here. Um, we don't have to get so much into it because I feel like it's very like it's more of a, more of one of the basic ones. Not really on on brand with our show today, but uh, Little Mermaid drama, huh? Oh God! 
<laughs> there, there, there's been accusations of like a bunch of review bombs. Have you read that too? I haven't, honestly. I, uh, I wasn't even the slightest interested to see this movie. Same. I, I, there's just some movies. Like I, I heard now they're making a live action Lilo and Stitch. Oh no! Like what? Stitch alive? Okay, was I will. I will say one thing. I fell for the live action Dumbo. I had to go see it. I love Dumbo. Dumbo. Yes, it's so I cute. Love Lilo and, and they Stitch, did. And they but... did such a good job with the CGI little elephant. He was adorable. And they changed a few things in the story, but I was, I was in agreement with it. But the princess movies, I rather remember the cartoon versions that I watched growing up. So I don't watch the live versions of. Yeah. Like I'm not planning on watching this. So they did recently, I think last year or so, a live action Pinocchio, right? With Tom Hanks. But Pinocchio himself, or itself, because he's not a real boy. uh, He is a real boy. (laughs) I'm a real boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was like a cartoon character. It wasn't like a real, like wooden doll. They, they, They made it like a 3D cartoon type character. Okay, that's odd. So if you go if you go Google it, you'll see it. Like it, it it's it was the way that it should have been. With right. Lilo and Stitch, if you're gonna do a live action, Stitch needs to be some sort of like 3D cartoon. Like what they did with the Lion King. Not I agree. Like, I agree. Did you see Flounder in the new Little Mermaid movie? No. You didn't see him? No. Oh yes, I did. Yes, I. Oh yes, it's depressing. It's depressing. Looks like him. Looks yeah. like a mean, mean fish. <laughs> <laughs> how do you get the? How do you mess that up? I. I don't know. Well, this this movie has had like drama attached to it since they announced yeah. uh the the star, which I was yeah. like, what does that have to do with anything? She has a beautiful voice. Yeah. I don't. The, the issues that I have with it have nothing to do with her. I I watched <laughs> the previews. That's as far as I yeah. gone with the Little Mermaid. I thought she looks absolutely fabulous. A lot of it looks dark. Some of the under yeah. uh, underwater scenes looks dark, and I just remember this movie being so colorful. I didn't like the version of Under the Sea. Like I'm like, no, this is like I saw a clip of it. And I was like, no, this is not it. Uh, but there's some drama about the makeup. Um. On yeah. one of the characters. about everything in this movie, and there's also drama about the fact that it's not um, like the the public is giving it good reviews, which people are claiming that people are reviewing it without even seeing it. Where the critics are giving it a very warm 60 55 percent, I think, on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. I think that Disney is hitting a weird desperation era, and I don't like it. They're doing it with the super. They ruined Marvel. I'm sorry, they yeah. have. And they're doing it with all these live actions, except for Dumbo. Dumbo was great. <laughs> yeah. Dumbo was adorable, okay? But I, I just like, uh, it's a weird era with Disney now. It just, everything they do feels so forced. Yeah. If you're like, if you're going to do a new updated, ver- if you want to take those classic stories and update them, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to do a live action movie. Do like an updated version of Tarzan, where like Tarzan is now like the leader or he was the leader then but like tarzan's kid you know what i mean like yeah. a movie from our childhood that we can relate to or be, or be original and start writing original scripts yeah. i'm sorry but today's generation like the only one that i get that i still give credit to is scream i feel like scream movies they they wrote them to where ghostface could be a different person every movie so you can keep that franchise alive but yeah. there's such a lack of original 
thoughts going into things yeah. that they're just remaking things from our generation. Now I heard they're going to remake Final Destination. And also, if we're going to remake things, why has nobody remade Gremlins? Because that is yeah. a classic that I would love to see remake now. I don't know if they'll be able to hit the way that it did because they, they made single freaking puppets of each freaking Gremlin back yeah. then. I don't want to see no CGI Gremlins, you know, but I don't know. I just feel like why can't we get some creative people to write some original scripts and let's make some And magic? they do it. They do it sometimes because if you look at movies like Frozen or Moana, right. I love those movies. And they're, mm-hmm. they're, they've become classics, you know? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, speaking on, on Disney movies, today is the 20th, the 20-year anniversary of Finding Nemo. <gasps> no, I, God, we're old. We are so old. Yeah, I retweeted it on my, on my Twitter this morning. Just keep and- swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> One of my favorite Disney movies of all time. That may Same. have to be another another show that we do. Yeah. A Disney-themed show. We just talk about the best of Disney. and Yeah, Finding effect, Nemo, you can't go wrong with. And the had on pop culture. Cars. Yeah. The original Cars, cars I also cars. love. Love those. Oh, Lightning McQueen? Oh, my oh. God. You know I they're cried. making a new movie? I, I heard. I heard. The, the grandpa that like, goes on a date or something like that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That movie had me in tears in the beginning. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I mean, I just wish they were more original. A lot of what they do just feels forced, and I don't I don't want it to yeah. feel forced anymore. I feel yeah. like the movie did great on opening weekend, but I feel like we're going to see it sink this weekend. I feel you the people what? that were going to see it went to see it. It was a holiday weekend, of course. What else are you going to do, you know? Yeah. The most interested I was about the new Little Mermaid movie, I wanted to see, because we only saw her in a small part of the of the trailer but melissa mccarthy as ursula that i was int- i was intrigued to see but her makeup is what's causing drama so exactly feel so like like, they should have had yeah. somebody else do her makeup and i'm like who cares who cares yeah. people are and looking for things to complain about all the time now they changed some of the lyrics to the to the songs yeah i i saw that oh and the movie is like long where the original little mermaid was like 83 minutes long this one is yeah. like over two hours and it's like why stretch it that much yeah I don't know. There's there like even like you remember the Aladdin movie they did? Yeah. Live I'm sorry, the Roman fell asleep and he has like half of his body on the floor and the other half on the bean chair. Like I don't that cannot be comfortable. <laughs> he was waiting for you, he just gave up. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> oh man. Isa, any uh anything outside I know there's a lot of wrestling this week, so you probably didn't, but anything you watch this week that was Man, Yellow Jacket season finale was emotional for those of you who watch Yellow Jackets. I'm a little sad. I have a I have a podcast called Yellow Jackets Buzz where we discuss Yellow Jackets and now I'm a little scared of when we're gonna bring Yellow Jackets Buzz back because of the writer's strike. We don't know when the third season yeah. is and they left us on a on a cliffhanger. Very easy show to binge. I suggest it to everybody. Like if you're not watching it, you too Joey it's two seasons it's two seasons. It's on Paramount Plus. The first yep. season is ten episodes. This this one that just ended is nine episodes. It's so easy to like get caught up. It's such a good show. I I I I, I recommend it to you one million percent. And if you really really like it, then I recommend this podcast called Yellow Jackets Boss where we cover it. But uh, but yeah, that the season finale of Yellow Jackets Boss got me. It's all that I got to see this week. Season finale of Survivor, the very first Puerto Rican winner. Yo, Puerto Rico's popping everywhere. Popping. Um. But yeah, that that was that was my TV as far as this week. I was I was not only was I sick, but I had too much wrestling to cover to like watch yeah. anything else. <laughs> I watched uh, this Sunday, yes, yes, two days ago already. Uh, the season or the series finale of Succession. 
Oh my god, I need to watch it. Everybody keeps yeah. telling me I need to last, watch it. The last episode, it was like an hour and a half. And honestly, the 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 way because now the show is over. They're, they're, this was the last right. season. It's 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 done. It's done. And the way that they ended it was unlike how they typically end shows. Hmm. Like they kind of gave you a tease as to what each character is going to move forward with. And they leave it up to your interpretation as to what that is. But it was very, very well made. Where like okay. every character essentially got an ending. Okay, I like that. But the ending kind of like, they got an ending in the show, but like you can tell that like where they're going in the future, if that makes sense. Right, right. No, that does make sense. That and the character sense. development in the show, like night and day from the beginning to now, with each character. Like they really I think that like pro wrestling I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> should really get these writers for WWE, AEW, whatever to get to do the character development how they did it in this show because long-term storytelling the show was what Okay, but hear me out. Show. Hear me out. And yeah. we get closer talking about wrestling because <laughs> The bloodline storyline has been unbelievable. Cinematic. I wish they would like they would put that much effort into every story that they do. But if we get just one story this good every once in a while, I'll also take it. I mean, obviously, I'm still extremely upset at Jimmy Uso, but that was everybody was talking about. I have people texting me that don't even watch wrestling asking me like, "Can you catch me up with this story?" Because I just caught this, and the crowd reaction was excellent. They did it in in a great venue, but. My God, like whoever is behind the creative, and I heard Roman Reigns is behind a lot of the creative. Paul with, Heyman, I mean, they the all, I think they all are really just. But my sit around God, at their, their table and just. Yeah, it's way. just being it's just being so good. Like it, it, it's like I literally could just like put that in some kind of like book, and people will read it. Like it's been super interesting. There are a few like s- storylines, not feuds. No storylines. Storylines story in history right mm-hmm. for me there's three the greatest storyline of all time i think is undertaker and kane right number two has to be stone cold and vince mcmahon yeah yeah number three is the bloodline yeah in history yeah and this will this will most likely when when okay so number two was mcmahon and austin what year was that? Or years? Years ago. The years 90s. ago. The yeah. 90s. Yeah. We are in 2023. Halfway through it, by the way. Next mm-hmm. next week is June. Don't remind me. It has taken that long to come up with another history-making storyline. And I think it may never you, happen again in our lifetime. Right. And I even texted you. I was like, the bloodline, all the versions of the bloodline could literally main event the rest of the pay-per-views for the next year until WrestleMania 40. Like, there's so many different versions of these, like, matches that we could do that the Bloodline could be main eventing pay-per-views forever to come, and we still don't get tired of it. And they still leave you hanging. Like, they're doing such a good job. Like, creative, WWE, awesome. You know, I was watching um, Double or Nothing, and I couldn't help but to think, many the four pillars would have had a good story behind it because of the match they put on. That yeah. would have been a contender because I love the match. The build up sucked, 
Imagine yeah. if they would have given them a real like we created this company story and then they put yeah. on that amazing match. But yeah, uh, but back to our show, it's just I think that the bloodline is like good storyline like that. You know, like you're talking about succession, people are talking about a lot of really good TV right now. I'm like, listen, WWE is giving us some really good TV right now. Right now, I can't wait till Friday. I literally cannot wait till Friday, and I miss having that feeling in watching wrestling. Let me ask you this: if we can kind of close out from here. Mm-hmm. Friday is the 1,000th uh, celebration of Roman Reigns, right? Yes. He's the one, he's the one that's it. Mm-hmm. He's going to pass the next record, I think, is, is Bruno, one of Bruno Sam or, or no, Don Pedro, no, Pedro, Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales. Morales. Yeah, a little sad about that because my Latino king is about to get passed, but that's okay. I think it's like 1,027 days, right? Yeah, he's also surpassing CM Punk, by the way, with the 434 oh, with yeah. the WWE Championship. Anyway. I posted that yesterday. I said yeah. – Punk, uh, Roman is the is the longest reigning champion in the last 35 years. Mm-hmm. Before him was CM Punk. Who's the common denominator? The wise man, Paul Heyman. Oh, that's a good point. We also had a 500-day reign with uh, Brock Lesnar and the Universal title when he had Paul Heyman. So. Yep. The Usos, the longest reigning tag team champions. That's a good point. Paul Heyman. Yeah, so Heyman is... Heyman is uh, the greatest, I think, the greatest manager of all time. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was what I was saying. Oh, so the thousandth, one thousandth uh, day celebration. Yeah. Do you think that Roman is getting a newly designed, undisputed universal championship belt instead of holding two belts? Because on the website, on WWE site, he's labeled as one champion. He is the yeah. undisputed universal champion. Yeah. Those titles are combined now. They mean they they equal to one championship. That means I have to buy another belt. Well, the belt that I had was a gift. It was a gift from my good friends at Wrestle Rumble. They got it for me with the Roman Reigns plates because I feel like that's the title that Roman Reigns has made. It's the Universal, the Blue Universal Championship. If they make a special design for him, I'll say it right here, right now. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. For him, but like a new. For him! A new undisputed for WWE him, Joey, title for with, him. with the one on it. Just no, if one. he drops it, then somebody else can get the old belt back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I like him carrying the two belts, though. It looks it looks badass. And I'm still trying to figure out. I know I asked you in, in your chat uh, during the pay per view, but or the PLE. Uh, he always comes out with the WWE title around his waist, and Heyman is always holding the Universal Championship. I wonder what is the significance there. You know what? I wonder where he would have carried the other two belts if they would have won on, on Saturday. The Usos. He would have made the Usos hold <laughs> the those. The Usos. Yo, that would have been savage. And just let him like, 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 just that would imagine that that, that honestly would have been a great storyline. Like, I want him to win titles him. that are mine now that you lost. That I, I wanted him to win him, and then maybe even hand it to them. Like, here you guys go. You guys can. One of you can defend it with with uh, solo. I just got it back for you guys. Yeah. Like that would have that would have also. It's funny because no matter what you did on Saturday, it could have been a really good story. Like regardless of how it went, that's what happens when you put time and effort into a storyline. Yep. Saturday was the 1,000th day, but I also think it would have been really cool to have the first ever champion to hold four different titles. Yeah. It's never, it's never been done. Yeah, but it would have been an overkill because people are really kind of souring up on him a little bit, so I can yeah. see. And I love what they did. Um, it it yeah. was about time that you put. Now Sammy and Kevin are moving on. Like Everything's yeah. going to be okay. But 
it's just it's just the story. Like I know we're not supposed to talk wrestling on here, but it's just the story. Oh, it's okay. been so interesting. It's been yeah. so interesting. And that video had 10 million views in less than 24 hours. Crazy. 10 million views. Nobody's watching wrestling like that anymore. And the bloodline is bringing eyes back into the I told you, my 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 oldest nephew always watches, but my two youngest nephews were like, uh, this this look badass. Can you catch me up with the story? And I had to let them know, you know. And like one of them pointed out that Jay was screaming Joe instead of Roman. Like, oh my god, yeah. that that was it. Like, it was awesome. So I just love to see. I want wrestling to be cool again. You know, sometimes yeah. I tell people oh, I cover wrestling for a living, and they look at me like, really? No, I want it to be like, oh, that's badass, you know? Because yeah. and I feel like storylines like this could make that happen. Yeah, well, I think. Uh... I think a lot of the fans, you know, we're you and I are, are cooking up something to do, you know, yes. wrestling based. So I think the fans of this show, our individual shows, will be really excited to see what's going on. But uh, yeah, I think that's we'll leave them on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yes, <It's> storytelling. <laughs> storytelling. Stay tuned. Yeah. So stay tuned, guys. Uh, some stuff coming from Isa and I. Uh, keep a lookout on her channel, and uh, you know, always fun stuff. Always fun stuff. We are, listen. There's no, there's no better power duo than us. Is the, it? I, literally, literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, but listen, <laughs> I got. I'm glad we got a palette wash. Like, like, like with the with the yeah. wrestling talk after talking so much parent stuff because. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was trying to think like maybe I gotta go get another dog or something like. <laughs> I think that every day. And then I'm afraid that Roman will try to kill it because I yeah. feel like my dog will, if I give attention to another dog, he will get so jealous. Like, yeah, it would be a bad idea. Let me ask you this and then we'll end. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> so I have, my parents have the dogs. I have a cat, mm-hmm. right? Okay. My cat's name is Jagger. He's eight years old. Let me ask you this about Roman. Because I know what happens with, with humans too. My cat has... Uh, only child syndrome. Yeah. Like, there would be no way for me to bring another animal into my house. My cat would have, like, a fit. He, he yeah. acts like an only child. Does Roman do that? And you know oh. what I mean when I say that. Like, there's just certain things that the way that they, their personality, the way that they, they live, you can just I, tell, like, they don't, they're like one and done. I make the joke that I have to pay my current apartment for Roman. I just, I just a peasant here. This is all his. It, that is how he acts. He thinks everything belongs to him. My lab belongs to him. He even gives me a time limit. If I'm sitting here talking for a certain amount of time, he'll start barking at me. Like, yep. uh, it's time for my attention. Hello, you've been there for two hours. He sleeps in, like, I mean, Roman is the worst. And if he's sitting on me, <laughs> if you try to get close to me, he's going to try to end you. And that's why I'm like, oh, maybe I should get him another dog so he has something to play with. No, he will, he will, he will go crazy. Like, it's yeah. just not gonna happen. I'm gonna be realistic. It, it will probably be putting that other dog in danger. <laughs> I've always debated getting like a, a dog. I was something. thinking a cat, but then with my yeah. asthma, uh, the reason why Roman works for me is because he doesn't shed. I'm, I'm asthmatic, ah, yeah. so shedding is bad. And you know, cats are notorious for shedding, even worse yeah. than dogs. So, yeah. no, I get it. <laughs> I can be around a cat for a little bit, but daily, yeah, yeah. I think it would it would affect my asthma. So, but I was like a cat because cats are more jerks. So I was like a cat will put Roman yeah. in his place. A dog, Roman is alpha. Like Roman is always gonna be alpha. It's just yep. not gonna work out, and I'm not gonna get another dog to have to rehome it or something because <laughs> it, it, it will happen. They will, he would try to fight this dog to, to the end. It would be like yeah. the Hunger Games of dogs in my apartment. 
I'd, I'd come home and like my cat would be like laying out and I'd be like, where's the dog? Like locked in a closet or something. Like yeah. the cat would do that. Like he would, he would. If you, if you want to know how much of an only child syndrome he has or a spoiled only child syndrome when I'm streaming, he lays in the air conditioned room in my big bed. There's three beds, three dog beds out here. No, he's laying in my bed with the air conditioning while I'm streaming. The lives of our animals. I want to be him when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, my mom and I were talking about that. I was like, I hope I come back as a, a as a spoiled dog, but like like yeah. Roman spoiled on my yeah. next life. I would love that. <laughs> oh, man, Issa, today was fun. Yeah, I had a blast. Oh, I always yeah. do, Joey. I always do. And we always get like we the get noises deep. outside. Yeah, we do, do deep. We get deep, and then it's like fun deep. If that makes sense, like we get deep, and then we're like laughing, like we're having a good time. Oh, you know what? You just remind me of fun dip. I love fun dip. There you go. I know that's not what you said, but I know. My, my, my ADHD. <laughs> Joseph said so much fun, Issa and Joey. Yeah, and it's always, fun, always having fun. the chat, like to kind of like engage with us and give their side, you know, too. Yeah. Like it's not just us talking, it's like us and like 10, 15 other people talking. So it's the best. Really fun to do. Thank you, everybody watching. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. And uh, that's a wrap for today. And we'll uh, see you next week. Bye. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.